The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax. This is Topo. <laughs> Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fofop. I am Will Anderson and uh, guest Charlie number one, Dave Anthony, is back for the first time in a long time, Dave. Yeah, well, sort of. But yeah, yes. sort of. Well, are we going to tell people about that? I. Yeah. Should we mention it? Yeah, we should mention it because we because we might refer to it right. as if we've had that conversation. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So Dave and I have actually done one of these. Yes, already. No one's ever going to hear it. No one. I well, would, I've been calling it the atrocity. I <laughs> I just dumped it off the recorder now so that we could record this one, and we recorded it nearly a week ago. Yeah. And uh, I haven't even like I haven't even looked at the recorder since then. I, f- I feel like if anybody listens to it, they'll be depressed for a week. I kept it on the floor in the corner, <laughs> as if it was like you in the corner, like I was blaming the recorder yeah. for it. We it was just, terrible. It was terrible. We're, yeah, we were both off. Yeah, uh, you know what? I had had a I'd found out some pretty distressing news. Yeah. That day, and yeah. uh, we talked about that immediately beforehand because we yeah. were catching up for the first time. And I just think, for whatever reason, your health hasn't been too good yep. either. And it, it was just, I mean, it was terrible. It was terrible. But I've kept it because I also have a couple of old, you know, terrible recordings and stuff. So I think that at some stage I might be able to put out like a the, phonest episode of. Oh, you should put out the, the shit, the shit files, the shit files <laughs> <laughs> for the true fan. <laughs> <laughs> it can be how Dylan goes electric. <laughs> um, so, uh, well, let's, let's talk about your health just uh, briefly. Let's not get into like what's yeah. going on, but yep. I know that you're. What are you do, trying to do? Because you, what are you trying to do to treat your health? Because I've lost a little bit of weight recently. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm, uh, ex- I'm exercising cardio forty five minutes a day. So what? What? What does that mean? What? What's cardio? I'm on a bike, stationary bike. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, Would you ever be on a bike? Bike. Yeah, yeah, I used to ride a bike a lot. So, I, but the, I see, I got to Griffith Park, which is basically a park that's got a giant mountain range in it, uh-huh. and I used to ride up to the top of Griffith Park. But if I tried to do that now, I would get like thirty feet and be like, "Okay, well, that was my day," and <laughs> so I'm going to ride the stationary bike until I'm back in shape again. Right. But I also don't have time to go out riding right now. I just hey, when you go out riding, just to give the listeners a, a picture of what you'd be looking like. Are uh-huh. you a uh, like, are you going to get in lycra? Would you? Like- I'm not in the skin tight. Uh, what I have is I have uh, mountain biking shorts, which are which have the skin tight thing underneath, but then there's baggy shorts outside, so oh. it doesn't look like you're. Yeah, I'm not good. showing my the world my balls and asshole. Why don't all cyclists wear those? I don't know. It's very upsetting. That seems like that should I, be the law. I don't need to see. Sir, what's happening in the front of your pants? Right, I'm willing for people to go. Well, I need the lycra so I don't chafe. Okay, put it under something. Okay, yeah, yeah. There, there's other ways to do Cover it. Cover up yeah. your shame. Yeah. Cover up your shame. <laughs> Hide it. There's a reason that we don't walk around with our cock and balls out. Right. <laughs> right. Well, actually, we're in LA. <laughs> there's some people occasionally walk out with their cock bit. and balls. Uh, what else are you doing? And then I and then I wear just like a, I wear like a. Not tight-fitting shirt. Right. Yeah. 
nice loose baggy shirt to ride my bike in. Well, that's because I know that like a and again, like I'm not trying to have a massive crack, but I find that because where, where I live in Australia, there's a lot of cyclists around there. Yeah. And I'm not having a go. Good on you for like exercising yeah. and getting out there and doing the right thing. Yeah. But I just don't understand. I don't either. Why you have to dress like you're in the Tour de France. Because, yeah. Like I it mean, makes no sense. It's like when someone goes You've to play You've got advertising basket. all over you as well. Right. Uh, the advertising is crazy. This guy was driving by, uh, riding by on his bike today and I was like, Garmin, he's got like the the GPS system uh, splashed all over him. I'm like, why would you wear that right. outside on Are your bike? Are they sponsoring you? I don't know what's happening. What is going on no, with And the then world? that guy went and paid like a hundred bucks for that. And now right. he's, it's really weird. And then he'll go and sit in a cafe in that. Yes. And have a coffee. It's not Wearing right. that. No. With his friends wearing the same thing. Yeah, they're ridiculous. Can you imagine? No. If I said to you, hey, uh, I want to go and have a latte uh-huh. on the weekend. Okay. Could you could you wear your cricket watch? <laughs> I'm going to be in pads and a helmet. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, I'll see you down there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yes, yeah, so I'm doing that. I'm trying uh, yoga. So, are you going to... So, I'm. this is my next step. So, um, as I've told you, I've lost about three kilos because mm-hmm. my doctors told me that if I could lose some uh, weight off my upper body, it's combined weight on my hips and it would yeah. make my hips feel better. They told me that about five years ago. And I went, you fucking idiots. I'm not that overweight. Yeah. It won't make that big a difference. Yeah. And then I had a bit of time and I lost a bit of weight. And it made a huge difference. It's like a miracle. (laughs) It's like a miracle. It's like I don't have bad hips. I haven't felt this good in five years. It's ridiculous. And I hate that. I hate that because every time I walk past food, it just reminds me of pain. Yeah. Like, you know, every t- this morning I was out having a really nice breakfast and it came with like toast and potatoes. Yeah. And I was just like, I can't put myself through the pain of that. No, you can't. It's, 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 it's shit. But the, the other mm. thing is now that I've lost the weight and I'm feeling in less pain, the other thing they said was I should um, go to yoga because yoga yes. will help the muscles around it and whatever, right. you know, support. But I don't know how to do yoga and I'm not very movable. Like well, not, so what are you I mean, doing? Are you going to a class? No. So, uh, so first I was like, well, I'll just, I'll just grab a yoga thing off of Netflix, you know, and I'll do it at they home. Have yoga things on Netflix? Well, but it turns out they don't. Oh no, I wouldn't have thought they. But did. then I went to Amazon. I have Amazon Prime. Right. What's that? Have, what is Amazon Prime? Amazon Prime is like subscribing. Well, it's actually the best thing ever if you ever use Amazon. So anything you anything you buy from Amazon comes within two days. Okay. And then you get all the access to all their video library and all the movies that they have and all that stuff. It's right, like so you can just watch it on your TV. Yeah, it's like 75 bucks a year. And then, so there's a bunch of free videos. There's stuff you still have to pay for, but they always have right. like a rotating crop of like movies and TV shows. And then there's so a we'll, bunch of yoga We'll get things. back to the yoga thing in a second. Yeah, but, sure. Uh, what's direct TV? That's a that's like a cable, but it's satellite. Right. So it'd be it's just a provider that. Brings. So it's like the same, but like it's the same. But you can get the same stuff on DirecTV as like on Time Warner cable yeah, or whatever. Same thing. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. The reason I ask that is you know that I've I've been apartment hunting. Yeah. And my apartment has like DirecTV. Oh yeah. Like the the guy the, the apartment supplies. Uh, basic DirecTV, and then you have to obviously pay for whatever you know right. fancier stuff you want. But when he was like selling it to me, he was like, oh, it's got direct TV basic, or you can get Time Warner cable if you want. <laughs> Time Warner like, cable's and terrible. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. It's terrible. I'm not from your country. Yeah, it's You've bad. made some joke that I don't understand. <laughs> I'm going to have to go home and Google that reference <laughs> to work out what you're saying. Yeah. I stick with the satellite companies because I've always had problems with the cable companies. So 
Okay, all right. Well, well, yeah. that's that's good to know. Yeah. So, um, so you can go into this Amazon thing, and you just and so I was just searching yoga, yoga and a bunch of yoga videos came up, but uh-huh. I just picked one and oh fuck, that's the thing. You like you you haven't done yoga yet. No. So when you when you do do yoga, like I've I've visibly noticed how m- much my body has changed as far as it's uh, should i say elasticity <laughs> like like i don't have the range of movement i used to right. and it's painfully obvious so now that's what yoga is is just increasing that so like it's insane how much i can't bend over and do stuff anymore like my muscles are just you know knotted up and a total disaster so how much yoga have you done so far well i started out by doing i i started like a week and a half ago by doing uh a full like yoga thing and then and right now i'm just trying to get down some basic poses so i can actually do (laughs) some of the stuff because it's just like if i was in a class i'd be like i'm sorry i don't sorry sorry because i can't move i can't move at all i'm just like a i'm like a board well that's that's my fear like because i I, again don't have a big range of movement that's the whole reason i'm going would go to yoga in the first place so I don't want to be like the one who can't do anything. I so you're just doing a bit of yoga training at home. Yeah, basically. So you can take yoga out into the world. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, that makes sense. That's like practicing your routine in front of the mirror when you first start. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. And how do you feel like that's going? Uh, do you, you do want to take it into the world, though, right? You're going to go to classes? I think so. I think the... eventually I want to, yeah, get and get out there. Because I feel classes. like just doing yoga at home in front of a TV is not going to really... It's not the same. They, they like, those the yoga teachers, like, make little adjustments on you and stuff. So I'm, the stuff I am doing, I'm probably not doing perfectly right. Right. But honestly, all I need right now is to make my muscles less ridiculous. Because they're ridiculous. They're ridiculous? Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous shit, how little I can, like, move. Yeah. Like, um, what what sort of stuff have you really noticed? Because, I mean, here's the thing. Like, you have a kid. I do have a kid. Right. Yeah. And you want to be able to do things with your kid. Yes. And I remember, this is so funny, I always remember Dennis Quaid a long time ago. He's, he, like, turned 50, and I was reading something, an article about him. And he said he started doing yoga three years ago and he's in better shape than he's ever been in his life. Yep. And he did that because he has kids. And I totally get it. Like, you can't keep up with your kid, but I guess it, like, extends your... I don't know. There's a player named Ryan Giggs who plays for Manchester United and he's, like, 41 yep. and he's still playing. And the reason, he says, is because he does yoga all the time. Yeah. I just think it extends your ability to sort of be a human. Oh, Amy's dad, like, is fitter than anyone i know yeah because he does yoga all the time really it's like magic how old is he 140 (laughs) (laughs) wow looks like like a 14 year old girl (laughs) like amazing amazing. i mean he does a lot of yoga (laughs) would you ever do that hot yoga the bikram yoga that appeals to me uh no because when i was getting physical therapy for my back the physical therapist said you should do yoga but don't do hot yoga oh hang on why because you're not actually supposed to your muscles aren't supposed to be that warm it's not natural so it's just a fad it's not she said it's not there's no medical reason for it it's just a fad and it can actually mess you up is what she said okay well that's good to know yeah i guess maybe get overstretched that was i don't (laughs) I just felt like for me that would be the one that actually kind of yeah. loosened me up enough to be able sense. to actually do some stretches. Mm-hmm. I hear it's farty. 
Yeah, I'm that's my concern that. about the class because I'm a farty gentleman. Ah, uh, yeah, right. And uh, and the first, the very first yoga pose I did at home. Right. <laughs> I did this. I did this bend backwards one, and it was like. <laughs> I was like, oh god, here we go. We're in. <laughs> oh well, it's obviously working. I've obviously nailed that one. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, that's what I'm worried about because you know how I feel about those sort of yeah. things. Like, I mean, I talked to Mark Maron about it. He said there's not a lot of farting, but he's like, there's definitely farting. People right. fart. I, he's never farted. And what is the like? Does did he tell? Did he say what people do? In, is it just like it's like part of it, and with everyone understands? That's what he said. It? That's what he said. But I don't believe that. How I think that I would. I would. I would. I would dish out some judgment on right. a farter. Yeah. You've got to. Like, how loose is your asshole? Right. Or ease up on the pose. You're <laughs> squeezing gas out of yourself. It's <laughs> terrible. Just, maybe your dog shouldn't be quite as downward. <laughs> ease it back a little, Tiger, if you're exploding. Less downward dog. Um, uh, speaking of young people, um, uh, Jennifer Lawrence... Can we talk about Jennifer Lawrence? How do you feel about J-Law, Jennifer Lawrence? She's awesome. She is awesome, isn't she? She's awesome. Can you remember the last time where everyone agreed that someone was awesome? Yeah, but it's because she's uh, totally genuine. You know, she's not like, she's not trying. She's just genuine. It's like like if you go, oh, look, a normal person made it. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? There isn't like all that. Because usually when kids that old make it, they've been in show business so long that they're distorted and weird. Yeah, but she's not. She's just like, yeah, okay. It 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 is a bit weird though. Yeah, like I mean, it's weird that she's not weird. Why isn't she doing like you know, coke off Miley Cyrus's back at the Chateau Marmont or something? I I mean, the thing about acting is a lot of people get in acting because they have fucked up parents, so they're looking for something. She must have had good parents and just found her way into acting because she seems like a normal kid. When she was at the Oscars and she was being interviewed, and Jack Nicholson walked up behind her. And he said, like, hey, congrats or whatever. And then she looked at the camera and was like, oh, my God, that was Jack Nick. Like, she's, right. she's like one of us. I mean, well, she also did trip on her way up on the stage. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I mean, just uh, yeah. everything she does is genius. Mm-hmm. I um, There's big posters of her all over LA at the moment, and they make me feel weird. Mandea? No, no. <laughs> People in Australia don't know what Madea is. Like that is a uniquely oh they don't. American sensation. Oh shit! Like I vaguely know who Tyler Perry is because I hear U.S. comics reference yeah. Tyler Perry. But until I came to this country, like Tyler Perry is just a thing that does not exist in Australia. Oh, okay, so let me explain it. So uh, there is a a sort of thing where African Americans do they write plays for a specific audience and it's sort of church going older women specifically and they're very popular right so he was sort of on because no other movies are made for that demo no one is they don't make anything for that right. demographic so there's these so there's these groups that that sort of focus on that and the first time i saw it i was living in new york and like 1999 and i was walking past the beacon theater which is where louis filmed one of his last specials so it's oh, yeah. a big theater yeah and they had one of Tyler Perry's plays that he was doing. And I was like, what the hell is this? And and I actually saw a guy that worked there. And I was like, what is the deal? And he goes, oh, this thing's huge. Like, you can't even believe how big this is. So he was there for like a week, sold out at this place. And then he taken around the country. So he got really big name that way. And then he made a Medea movie. Right. Now, what's Medea? 
Now, Medea is he dresses up like his demographic. Right. So he dresses up like an older black woman. Right. And she is crazy. She right. says crazy things. She says, good afternoon. And ha- <laughs> and hallelujah. And she's just this ridiculous, over-the-top sort of... Now, is it a parody of that sort of no. thing? Is it a Mrs. Doubtfire sort of thing? Or is it just literally she's it's, just like... It's not like a, um, a Martin Lawrence sort of... No, not at all. You know what it is? It's like a... It's like someone who who half of it is dispensing advice where they can all go, mm-hmm, yes, yes, that is right. Like it's it's she gives out advice constantly and it's smart advice, but then she's also this ridiculous sort of character that says stuff like hallelujah and they all laugh at it. But it's like this So she's just it's very like, earnest. It's like so she's blokra. She's a male Oprah. That's what she is, right? <laughs> yeah, but Medea's a woman, so it's... <laughs> but now there's a Medea Christmas. So what would that be? Would that is that a movie based around I mean, like this character and some Christmas adventure and there'll be some moral? Is that the Yeah, yeah. They, they, you know, she's got the usual cast of characters that follow her around. Last movie, I think she was in prison, so I don't know what happened there. What happened? Yeah, I don't know. But uh, Medea was... What, I didn't see meth? that one. Did Medea start breaking Med- Oh my God, how great would it be if she was making meth? <laughs> Oh, they just caught her all meffed out in a hotel room making meth. <laughs> oh, Medea, what you done now? I got a cock. <laughs> so she, uh, yeah, it's going to be Christmas. I'm sure it's just a more so, wacky event. So it's really cheaply made. Tyler Perry is now an empire. Empire? Like a superstar, right? Superstar, like, like massive, massive. Uh, maybe like... Uh, <laughs> I mean, he is eventually going to have his own network, is what people are thinking, and like he 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 made a deal for a show, uh, starring Ice Cube, like a family show, mm-hmm. and they got a hundred episodes. The order was for a hundred episodes. Like that's how huge he is. If he makes something, it's they just... ordered the, the the same amount you need to get into syndication. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> And I think he's got two of those deals, and he's had two shows that have that, have that happen with. So he's just he's just making money hand over fist. When I was down in Atlanta um, on the Walking Dead set, most of those people, I, I feel like the studio we were at is actually owned by him. But a lot of those people who work down there on Walking Dead also work on Tyler Perry stuff all the time because he's like Atlanta based. He's like Atlanta show business. And it seems like he's just constantly working too. Constantly. Constantly. He's always making product and it's always selling. It's insane. And it's for an audience that no one else tries to tap into. So he's just got like, that's it. He's the guy. He makes all their entertainment. Right. And they go apeshit for it. And they've just, and they've, and they're happy with that. They're, they couldn't be happy. They've handed that. it over to Tyler Perry and they're like, yeah. that's all we need. And, and it's sort of church based. So I always wonder what would happen if they realized he was gay. Oh, he's gay? Well, I assume he's gay because he dresses like a woman. He acts uh, rather effeminate and he's not married and he's in his mid-40s. I just have an assumption that I've put out there. So allegedly gay. Well, apart from dressing like a woman, you've described me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, that's very interesting. There are posters of a Tyler Perry dressed as Medea, Medea. Yeah. Uh, all over town, but it's not that. No, there's posters. All, well, there's two lots of Jennifer Lawrence posters all over town at the moment. Yeah. Uh, the first one is those American Hustle. Oh yeah. Uh, posters. How about that shit? Man, like there is. So, 
there is pictures of Jennifer Lawrence and pictures of Amy Adams. Yeah. Like in these stunning dresses. 70s dresses. Like 70, falling out of these. Hair up. And they are on bus shelters. Yeah. Full size ones on bus shelters yeah. all over LA. And the other night, I nearly started making out with one. <laughs> they are so attractive. Super attractive. You can't tell me that there isn't someone late at night in LA sitting in that bus shelter, like touching themselves inappropriately I, yeah. to those I posters. I, don't, I think it's legal at this point. It should be legal. Yeah, at least until I'm, the posters go so away. It's so weird that they can even show that those posters. Like, porn wasn't that good when I was a kid. No, it wasn't. And now that's a bus shelter. Do you know what that movie's about at all? American Hustle? Yeah. I don't know. Do you know? Yeah, I know, but I want to see it. I want to see it. Just, can't wait. Just attractive people. I just imagine it's some sort of like it's it's David O. Russell or something. It's like it looks like some sort of like Boogie Nights. Style. Is it David O. Russell? I believe so, isn't it? Oh, he's supposed to be a total asshole. David O. Russell, American Hustle. I mean, it rhymes. Yeah, so it does rhyme. And uh, the Batman's in it. So oh, the Batman is in it. Yeah, and and Cooper. Yeah, yeah, Bradley Cooper, yeah. the Batman, and yeah. Amy Adams. And I think he's not calling himself the Batman in what, this movie. What do you mean? Yeah, I think he's. Oh, because he's got to protect his secret identity. Yeah, he's... he's okay, sorry. I'm you should have been there, the conversation I had with my son about why Bruce Wayne doesn't reveal who he is. Oh. And how do I know? Hang on. Yeah. What? Run me through this. Okay, so... So, <laughs> Finn is like... He goes, you know, when I was in New York, I didn't see Batman. I go, I know. So, you don't always see Batman. It's hard to, you know, see Batman. He's not out. He's out late at night. Yeah. He's doing his thing. Yeah. And he goes... He lives in a cave. I go, yeah. He lives yeah. in a cave, but except when he's, you know, a man, a, right. a normal guy. He's who is he? I go, Bruce Wayne. And he goes, How do you know who he is? And I go, Well, some of us know who he is. <laughs> and he goes, Well, how do you know? I go, just from you know, I've just been told. Dad's in showbiz. <laughs> don't, know, don't, don't know if you've noticed, son, but your dad goes off to showbiz. I go off to showbiz during the day and I come home with these secrets. And he goes, so where's the Batcave? And I go, I don't know where the Batcave is. No. And he goes, well, where does Bruce Wayne live? And I go, he lives in a mansion. Yeah, Wayne Manor. He goes, he doesn't live in the Batcave? I go, no. The well, Batcave's under Wayne Manor. What is it? Well, I can't tell. I can't uh, say can't that, that. Because why? if I say that, then he's going to want to go to the Batcave when I go to New York. Oh, right. I see. So it's a whole... It's okay, a whole, so you've got to... Yeah, I've got to move the, right. the shells around. I get it. It was just a whole... It just went on and on like that. Like, How It long? is true that I shouldn't know who Bruce Wayne is. I shouldn't know that Bruce Wayne is Batman. You shouldn't know. I shouldn't. No, that is... I guess... I guess that's right. You shouldn't know. So he 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 sensed something was awry. Yeah, something was wrong. He's like <laughs> smart. These he's a smart kid. He, he is a smart kid. He goes. You, he he could have just looked at me and go, "Listen, your story doesn't add up." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mom. <laughs> oh, that, that's even worse. He can't ask my wife anything because she doesn't know anything about it. He looked at me oh, one well, day, no, that, but that actually goes into your story. Yeah. That, yeah. That it works. Yeah. Mom doesn't know. Don't tell her. Don't tell mom. Don't tell mom. Don't. He looked at me one day and he goes, "Who, who, which superheroes live in L.A.?" And I was stumped. There's one. Uh, yeah, Tony Stark. Yeah, well, he lives in Malibu. Yeah. So, um, uh, I was. Uh, how old's Finn? He's like four and a half. Yeah. So, did were you? Did you see the story about the San Francisco Bat Kid? Did you follow that story? I didn't because I have our time. Watching that stuff, but uh, but I, I, I glanced at it briefly. I, it, and when you say you have a hard time watching that stuff, is it because he's like a kid who's like 
Finn's age. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought about that when I was watching that because I was like, I knew you have a connection with San Fran and I was like, the kid's like almost Finn's age. I was actually, yeah. when I was watching that whole thing, I was like, I wonder if like when you saw something like that, you would find it. It's it's hard. I think I can handle just about anything except for sick kids at this right. point. Because you picture yourself explaining to your kid that they have a horrible illness. Right. Like it's hard. It's hard enough if he gets the flu, you know, and he's throwing up. Like that's difficult enough but i can't imagine being like okay so you might right die. and what happens like when he is has the flu and he's throwing up what's his understanding of that moment he he does he ask you why is this happening like last year when he got something like that he he yeah he did ask why is this happening did you say it was because he didn't pick up his toys i, <laughs> I said because santa hates you it's so if you're good he gives you toys if you're bad he gives you the flu <laughs> he uh so this time he was more like, make it go away. I wanted to stop. Make it go away. And then he started throwing up and he's like, make it stop. When is it going to end? He wanted to know when it was going to end. Right. Which at this point I completely understand. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get that. I get that. So that um, was more. So yeah. Well, so without, I, I, that San Francisco Bat Kid thing, like, because everyone, obviously, because I talk about Batman all the time on the podcast. Yeah. People would send me links to it and I'd been following the story. Yeah. But I'm a bit like, yeah, even though I don't have kids, like, I just there's nothing worse man a sick kid like it's just, just it's terrible now this kid uh, at the moment is better like unfortunately when you have oh, those sort of things you know you're you're never cured like you're just in remission or uh -huh. like, you know whatever but right it's leukemia right yeah but this this was to kind of reward this was like not a um it was a make a wish to like the kind of like you know you've gone through all these hard times oh and right here's your yeah you know thing yeah um and it was also, I just, the thing that I loved about it, and maybe this is, it was just one of those things where, because the whole fucking city got in it. Yep. It was like one of those things where, see, it's we very, can work together to make things nicer. It's very San Francisco. It, like thousands of people got in on this. But you know what's funny is, then I saw this story of like the Bat Kid thing cost $110,000 overall. And I was like, so what? So what? And but. And someone, I saw someone like, just for one sick kid, it was like, it actually wasn't for one no, sick kid. it was for all it of us. It was for everybody. It was Everybody got us. involved and everybody, $100,000 for a bunch of people to feel really fucking good. But like right around the world, that's like, yeah. you're, you're splashing out less than that on fucking, you know, weapons and bombs and shit yeah. every fucking day. Yeah. To just kill people. Yeah. And cause more misery and destruction. Yeah, I mean, but that's like a, what we do. I mean, I don't get me wrong. It's great for the economy. I just felt like you were passing judgment. Yeah, sorry, I wasn't. No, no, I, wasn't. <laughs> I was saying they're both great. That's what I was trying to say. Okay. They're okay. both equally great. Okay, okay. No, but I mean, the what, the effort they went to, like there was uh, seven to 10,000 people from the city who got in, like, you know, Obama sent him a vine, like right? the whole thing. It was fantastic. It's like insane. he got to fight crime. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of raised the bar for every other sick kid. I know. That's all I was thinking. He was, has raised fuck, the Make-A-Wish bar. There's a whole, the Make-A-Wish thing just Right. Any uh, kid who really... was just like, I want to go to Disneyland, fuck that. <laughs> Suddenly it's going to be like wedding proposals. And, you know, wedding dances. You can't just... I just have a normal wedding now. Got to get choreographers in. Got to raise the stakes. Got to get 300 million hits oh. on YouTube. God, it's a nightmare. Ed, the reason it cost so much was because so many people came out. It was amazing, though. I wish um would have been a great day, I suppose, to commit an actual crime in San Francisco. I know, right? <laughs> I'm robbing the fucking bank over here. It's like he didn't want to be Superman or he would have asked to destroy the whole city. Oh, shit, he couldn't be Superman, right? Right, 
Because then he'd be like, I want to use my lasers. And everybody would be like, I know. No, no, sorry. <laughs> Anything on your belt? I'll help you with that. <laughs> what if he was like, I want to be Superman. And then like, what do you mean by that? And he goes, I want to make a bad movie. Right. Yeah. I want to <laughs> I want to mope around for 30 years and not help people. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I think oh, we yeah, can help you out with yeah, that. Totally. Sure. Yeah. Um, so uh, there's a lot of posters around A for American Hustle, which are just great yeah, posters. Great posters. Um, although I... Jennifer Lawrence is that age where I don't. It makes me feel a bit weird that I find her attractive. If you know what I mean, like, yeah, I don't. Not th- look, quite yet, but like, right in that zone. There's, look, we're we're old, and now we're creepy old men. Right? Is that just a thing that we? Yeah, have I think to, it just happens. You just adjust to it, and you go, look, I'm attracted to younger women. I'm always going to be because they're younger, and she's not like she's not. She's legal, right? Oh, yeah, she's 23. Yeah, so you can be attracted to her. You just don't get to do anything. Just well, masturbate. I feel like that's yell, not the only reason. <laughs> masturbate and yell Jennifer. Right. Masturbate I don't think it's weird. Stop. It's not weird. She's a gorgeous young woman, and right. she's smart. And you know, I'd say you think that's okay. Because yeah, I've fine. been feeling a little bit conflicted about that. No, it's it's just it's natural that you would be attracted to that. Okay. You're, right. And you're going to still feel that when you're 80. You're going to see some young 23. You're going to be like, oh, okay, oh, that's that gross. Look at that. Yeah, it's gross, but you don't say it. You don't sit there in your... <laughs> Wherever you're going to be in your chair going, oh, I really want to fuck that Lawrence. God, you don't say that. You just go, hmm, well, she's, a, she's a pretty little thing. Mom, Will's <laughs> ruining Christmas again. <laughs> I, um, I I find uh, her very attractive. So I went to see um, uh, the Hunger Games, yeah. the, the new Hunger Games film. Did you see the original Hunger Games film? I did. I liked it. I haven't seen this one yet. I this one's it. better. Oh, I, it is. I think it's like the... It's like the Empire Strikes Back. Oh, it's really? A bit darker. Wow, great. It's um, it looks darker. They get it a little bit better. Yeah. I think. Like, yeah. I think the first director didn't it's, quite get like what it was about. It's it's a different director. Yeah, different director. Yeah, the, it was a little uh, the Fifth Sense. It was a little like uh, uh, sort of over the top. The Fifth Element. Is that fifth what Element. Yeah. yeah. The Sixth, sixth Sense. Sixth sense. <laughs> it was a little like there were dead people walking around <laughs> on a spaceship. <laughs> I don't know if I've confused my... No, 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 but it was. And it was a bit camp and over the top. They still have those elements, but I think they make it it's, just seem a lot more realistic and make sense in Right, the they, didn't, they didn't gel they didn't well. well. Right. Yeah. And I think in this one, the tone's really consistent. Oh, good. And the thing that I also loved, and I'm not giving away any spoilers here, but they in the first one, there was way too much of why things... like. There was a lot of like in the control room, like here's him making some you know dogs that are going to attack. I yeah. don't care how you make the dogs; <laughs> it makes no sense. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't care either. Just show the giant dogs in yeah, the game. I'm good. I'm in. That's fine. Yeah, we're totally. already bought into the idea that there's ki- kids yeah. hunting other kids. It's on already television. really ridiculous. Right. So I I, I checked my uh, common sense at the door. Yeah, and also just showing a guy waving his hand over some board and giant dogs appearing doesn't actually explain how giant dogs appear. That's how they make That's dogs. Still, do- <laughs> still doesn't. That's always been how they make dogs. Right. That's so in this one. There's I think it's a bit more of that. Um, it, so when I went and saw it, I, I, I like I went on the first day and it was a bit of an impulse decision. Mm-hmm. Like I was going to go and see it like the next day. Oh, you went to the twelve-year-old girl day. I went to the twelve-year-old, <laughs> and I, I, I got got there like just as we we're about to start. I happened to be walking past the cinema just as it was about to start. I thought, oh, fuck it, you know what? I'm going to go and see it. I'm yeah. just going to go and see it now. So I bought like so every row of the cinema was. Full, yeah. Apart from the front row, there was oh. no one sitting in the front what row. What theater was this? 
Uh, it was at the Grove. Okay, that's, yeah. Which uh, is also Christmas. Yeah, oh God, I live right there, so tell me about it. Have it's, you been to the Grove Christmas? I mean, I, I have to go because of Finn. It's more than a month away from Christmas, and that whole place is already Christmas. They let off, they let off fireworks. They, they put up the tree and let off fireworks last week, and it... Like the windows are rattling in my house. The tree is like something Al Qaeda would fly a plane into. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. Yeah, and they they have fake snow. Yeah, oh, it yeah. It snows. Oh, cr- yeah. With this weird fake snow. Weird fake snow that you just don't want to get in your mouth. What is that? It's well, upsetting is what it is. You say people don't want to get in their mouth. There were kids oh. doing the thing you would do if there was snow, putting their heads uh, up it's like, and letting this poison into their mouth. It is poison. It's like chemicals and like and and it's like soapy. It's like not... Like it's, yeah, it's vaguely perfumed. I know when yes. I walked yeah. through it, I was like, oh, that's... Not something you can do all the time. That doesn't seem like... It's L.A. snow. What does right. that mean? It's completely fake. Also, we're in the middle of a desert where it's yeah. never cold. Never. No. There's no snow. Anyway, so that's where I went. Um, and it was like the first showing of the film. Like, you know, yeah. absolute first screening. And uh, so there was an 8 o'clock and there was an 8.05. So the 8 o'clock was sold out. Yeah. I went to the 8.05 and the only row that was free was the front row. Is this in 3D? I don't think that I don't think the movie is in three D. Oh, okay. I don't think they put it. There's uh, there's an IMAX version, Good. but I don't yeah. I, I don't think they shot it in three D. Right. And which I applaud. Yes, a three D is terrible. Uh, so I sat down in the front row by myself. Yeah. But like the front row there is too front. Like it's it's too way too. Front like you there. actually have to like I. The only way you could really enjoy it if you were better at yoga than either you or I. <laughs> I had to lean back in my chair like I was at the dentist. Like, yeah. Oh, no, like I was trying to get comfortable on a long, like a long economy flight. Yes. Trying to convince yourself that going back two centimeters is actually going back. You know, this is okay. I can oh, enjoy this, this movie. I can look yeah. up her nose, but this is fine. There's nothing enjoyable about that. So there's a point where she's kissing uh, one of the other characters and. There's like a bit of like just a little bit of spit like between. Oh their yeah, mouths, yeah. Which we, if you were watching that from any reasonable place, yeah. you probably would not even notice. <laughs> but it was like I was in between their lips, and the spit was going to fall. That's on my horrifying. Head. It That's was horrifying. Anyway, it's, it's good. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a. Yeah, I'll go see it. Or or I'm not. I kind of. I'm. I'm also at the age now where I just want to wait for my screeners to come. So I can watch it that way. Hang on, how do? Why do you get screeners? I'm in uh, AFTRA, SAG, and the WGA. Wrestling organizations. Uh, writers You're in Guild. In a series of wrestling organizations. The Writers Guild. So hang on, which which ones? Which what SAG one? is the Screen Actors Guild. AFTRA right. is the American Film, Television, and Actors Guild. And uh, the WGA is for Writers Writers Guild. So these are like unions, right? Is yeah. that basically what they are? Yeah, they're guilds. Unions well, what's the are, difference between a guild and a union? A union will throw down and fight, and uh, everyone's kind of working together. A guild is a bunch of people on different levels of economic. Oh, uh, you know. So, so, what's the purpose of a guild? It is to band together to to try to fight for certain things. Right. For instance, the last strike, which shut down television. You remember mm. that? Mm. Well, that was uh, the biggest thing that was won. There was the right to uh, have guild shows on the internet. So. So the shows you're seeing now, the um, Orange is a New Black, yep, and the the Kevin Spacey thing, those, Cards? those are union shows because of that. Oh, okay. Because of that fight. Oh, so that means that the people who work on those shows, 
get, get union, paid union wage, and, which is much more. If you if it's a non union job, it, it pays shit compared to like I worked on. I worked on Talking Dead, which is a non union show, and I made half of what I make on Marin. Right. That's that's how bad it is. It's interesting. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like uh, non union shows are like the Walmart. Talking Dead is the Walmart of television. Right. <laughs> so um, so you get like what free, but you get screeners. You get. Yeah, so so if you're in a union, they want you to uh, vote for the Writers Guild Award or the Screen Actors Guild Award, so they give you screeners to watch to then vote for their movie. Oh, okay. So, like, I think the other day I got Gravity, Prisoners, and Blue Jasmine. Like, they just showed up. I've got Mud. I've got the Dallas Buyers Club. Like, you get, like, interesting movies that you might not otherwise see. But I don't think... Hunger Games is going to send anything out because I think they know that they're going to make so much money that they don't care about awards. But I can also go down to the Grove and say, hey, I'm in the Writers Guild and show my card and go in for free. Are you serious? Yeah. To the Hunger's got, to, like I should be able to do it with Hunger Games yeah, after, after a week. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's good. How about that? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> and I can bring a friend if I want. Right. Can I be that friend? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I'd like to see it again. It could win some awards. I'll tell you something about, like, I think that makes this film better than a lot of those other films of those types. Yeah. Is that it's full of good actors giving good performances. Oh, okay. Like, she's fantastic. Yeah. Because she has to do, like, a lot of cha- really subtle changes of, right. like, at some stage, she's pretending to be in love with somebody. Uh-huh. At some stage, she's actually in love with this, like kind of falling in love with the same person. Like, you know, yeah. she, there's a lot going on and she does it all. That's interesting. You, you know, without, like, there's a lot of effortless sort of acting, yeah. you know? None yeah. of that stuff where you go, I'm acting. But, right. like, then you've got people like Donald Sutherland and um, Stanley Tucci and uh, What's his name Philip Seymour Hoffman's in it. Is Woody Harrelson in it. Woody Harrelson's in it. He's great. They're all, but they're all doing good jobs. Yeah. Like it's one of those movies where you just go, you know what? All these people, like Amanda Plummer's in it. There's actually so quite a bloody really good. It sounds like it's the anti Phantom Menace. Oh, I, the weirdest thing is that I realized, and this was the, and again, about seeing this movie at, at the first, because I was going to go and see it with a friend the next day. Yeah. And I just realized I didn't want to wait. Right. And I'm like, well, you are a I'm, little bit of a girl. I'm into the Hunger Games. <laughs> like, I'm really into the Hunger Games. Like, I in really, a way that I'm not into The Hobbit, in a way that I'm not into Star Wars, yeah. in a way that I can't really... I, I got to say, you know, I'm I'm a huge uh, Tolkien guy, but I The Lord of Rings were okay. The Hobbit sucked. I'm not a big Peter Jackson guy. And the Star Wars I was into, but they sucked. The Matrix one was... The first one was good. Then they got really bad. But I am, I think, way more into the Hunger Games. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know what happened to me. My son. I haven't even read the books. My son bought me the third one for my birthday. He was like, he goes up to my wife and he goes, I know what I want to get dad for his birthday. And she was like, okay. He goes, let's go to the bookstore. And he goes to the bookstore and he just walks straight up to the third Hunger Games book and takes it off the wall and goes, this. It has like a blue bird on the front yeah. or something. And I was like, okay, I guess I got to read them now. Oh, I, you I haven't read, read them yet. You haven't read one or two? No. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to get in the last episode of Lost <laughs> and the final scene of The Crying Game. 
But I wonder if that works. I wonder if you can pick up the Hunger Games and just read the third one and have, and it'll make sense. Like I wonder if they write them that way or if they write them that you have to read the first two. Uh, 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 my understanding is from the people that I... Because I've read a bit about it now. Mm-hmm. Because there was people who'd read the first book were angry about the first movie. Oh, they were? Yeah. Because they felt like it... Because, you know... The thing is that it's a, yeah, it's a dark dystopian sort of future, and sure. they didn't feel like that came across I don't, enough. I don't in think the, it did either. Uh, no, and I agree. Yeah, and they thought that you know a movie about kids hunting other kids wasn't quite right. You know. Yeah. But then again, I, I was talking to someone the other day, and they were like, "You know, my problem with that movie is <sighs> that they make too many of the kids like you know uh, bad kids. Yeah, they're all victims. I'm like, of course they're all fucking victims. They're children hunting other children. But you know what? It's also a fucking movie." And I want to enjoy some of them getting killed. And I can't enjoy some of them getting killed if they're all nice people. I want some of them to be bad people so I can go, yay, they killed that child. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's still... Yeah, but I, this one, the only thing that I would say it lacks, and this is not the fault of the like the movie maker... I, well, there's two things that I think people might not enjoy about this film. is One, it... It's doing two jobs. Uh-huh. Like, A, it's the second movie. It's a darker movie. It's yeah. a different commentary. Because this one's a commentary more on the idea of... Because... And this is not giving anything away. This is like the premise of the whole movie is that uh, it's a le- it's a league of champions. So oh, okay. all the yeah, people yeah. who are in the Hunger Games this time are, are people who've previously won the Hunger right, Games. Right, right, right. So... It's more a commentary on the idea of like fame and yeah, the way that these people have been used post Hunger Games mm-hmm. and the way that they use their own success having won the Hunger Games right. and the different parts. And so it's it's like it's you know playing with a lot of themes. Like I'm not saying it's some like you know you know deep exploration of those things, but right. there's actually some interesting commentary yeah, some on some stuff, stuff going, going on. But it lacks a little bit in the in the first one. It's kids killing other kids, right? Whereas this one, they're all kind of mostly a adults, older, yeah. And they've all kind of had a life and had success, yeah. and you know, they even though they don't want to be in the games again this time, they they know what they're in for, right. sort of thing. So, but that's not that's just where the the book is and where it's going and where the movie's going. Yeah. And the second thing is that this this film and this book. Uh, setting up the finale, which is going to be in two. Are there just three books? There's three books. Oh, so I just and there's going to be. I, I just jump straight to the last one. Yeah, <laughs> there's three books. Uh, there's going to be four movies because they're doing that thing of splitting the last book. It into, doesn't work, right? It yeah, never I, works. I know. I'm not. I'm not wrapped about no, that either. That's not. Fuck. They're getting so fucking greedy. That Hobbit thing was ridiculous. It's one fucking tiny book, and they've made three movies. They're going to make three movies that are longer than the fucking Lord of the Rings books. But I hear. Do that- you know what that is? It's fucking television. We already have a thing where if you want to tell a story over several episodes, it's called fucking TV. Yeah. We've had it for years. Yeah. Make a TV show. Yeah. I, I, I don't disagree at all. I, it's just, especially with this, apparently the Hobbit thing is, you know, the first one wasn't even a movie. It was just like, hey, here are all the people and then they go for a walk. Right. And the second one is going to be where he kills the dragon. And then the third one is like sets up the Lord of the Rings movies. So that's not even a third movie. That's just like a fuck off thing. And they've got Kate from Lost in the second one who's not even in the They do? Book. Yeah. What is she doing in it? Oh, just being annoying is she a as Hobbit? usual. No, she's like a lady elf or something. Oh, lady elf. Yeah. yeah. She's a she-elf. She's a shelf. Yeah. So people are mad about that. I'm. Yeah, they should be. Have you uh, seen any movies lately, or do you just are you just waiting for screeners now? Right now, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. I'm working on Marin's 
time consuming. I haven't seen. Uh, no, I haven't seen anything. Gravity is the last thing I saw. Did you like Gravity? Yeah, a lot. A lot of people have liked that movie. I've not seen it. It's uh, you know what? It's refreshing to see something so different on a on a movie screen. Yeah, I, I liked it. I thought it was interesting, and I I also had low expectations going in. I I'm, kept thinking it was going to be. Uh, what was the what was the water where the people in Australia got trapped in the water? Open water. Oh yeah, I thought it was going to be open water in space where she was just <laughs> like out there to get. Hey, do I get on the spaceship? Like, I thought it was going to be like that. So it wasn't that at all. Is it? There's a lot of action. I don't enjoy a tense movie, though. Is it like a tense movie? Is it like one of those ones where the whole time you're kind of like... Yeah. 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 You don't like tense movies? No. Why? I don't know. What happened? I just don't... I just... I don't enjoy a tense movie. Get to, yeah, you go to a movie to relax a little bit and have yeah, a good time. I want to have a good time. I don't want to feel like all uptight the whole time through it. You don't need to be like, oh my God, are you going to live? You don't want to see those. No. In fact, what about aliens? No, again, not really. An alien or aliens? No. No? No. no. Holy shit. For that shit. same reason. I don't like a tense movie. They're in my top 10. You know, I get why people like them. They just make me feel like... Oh. Uncomfortable. Sometimes during like tense movies, I have to remind myself it's a movie. Yeah, okay. I have to say, look, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Sandra Bullock's that. not dead. No. Nope. <laughs> no. Nope. Do you, do, you, uh, do you like time travel movies? Yeah, I like time travel. Okay. Did you see my time travel list? Uh, you know what? I had a quick look, but I didn't say... Like, can you, is it easy for you to run me through what you... I think I can look it up. Well, number one was... I saw that Back to the Future wasn't on it, though, right? Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Of Back to the Future? No, I don't... I don't I've don't. i never uh, understood... Are you getting that confused with another movie? <laughs> you're, you're talking about the movie Back to the Future, right? I've never understood why it was so popular. Because they go back to the future. Okay. That's not what I would consider an explanation. No. <laughs> but that's as good as any of the explanations of time travel in Back to the Future. Um... I yeah I don't know I I I always thought it was okay I just was never like this is amazing I I felt very like like you know when you feel like you're missing something that everyone else is in on and you're like I don't know I loved Back to the Future yeah I loved Back to the Future so much that I for a long time pretended to people that I also enjoyed Back to the Future two and Back to the Future three okay which are terrible oh they are oh terrible yeah okay terrible all right here's my top ten. Time travel movies. Time travel movies. Okay, brilliant. And the last one I could be argued out of. Primer. I haven't seen Primer. Jesus. I really? hear it's very good though. It's um, it's remarkable. Yeah. No, I've heard I've heard great things. I've just haven't. the guy the guy spent like five years coming up with how it all worked, and he hasn't made a movie since. Because <laughs> he's traveling through <laughs> no, time. He's like. <laughs> Because he, he actually, he actually out. learned how to time travel. <laughs> like, he did so much research for the film that he actually learned how to time travel. <laughs> right. And now he's like a king in Macedonia in like the year 400 AD. He went back, he killed Hitler. Replaced him. <laughs> Replaced him with a clown. <laughs> uh, time Crimes. Yeah, I've seen Time Crimes. I like that. That's I love film. that movie. Planet of the Apes? So, when I was... In the same way as everybody loves Star Wars. You know, when like when they were growing up, that would like, you know, people just yeah. love Star Wars. Yeah. For me, that movie was Planet of the Apes. Sure. Whatever it was, there was just something about that fucking movie yeah. and the idea of Planet of the Apes that... Yeah. Resp- like, and again, I've watched... I think there was like four sequels or something. E or more. 
like yeah, maybe more maybe I've, five i've seen like i've seen every version of, them, of planet yeah. of the apps yeah and i saw i've seen the remakes i've seen everything well because I, it's because, one of my favorite stories planet of because the apps. star wars was a fairy tale but planet of the apes was film fucking, noir right science fiction and it could fucking happen i mean that ending is just like it's, a, it's amazing it, 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 that takes a little kid's mind and just blows that shit does open. it not <laughs> completely i mean i i really enjoyed the fucking james franco like yeah one. i did too i'm yeah, looking forward was, to the next one right yeah me yeah, too yeah it was really yeah good. i i yeah i that's definitely way up on mine like oh yeah yeah I hope, I and hope. if The Simpsons ever actually make Planet of the Apes a musical <laughs> and put that on Broadway, I will fucking be You're the first in. person. That yeah. will be my Book of Mormon. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 12 Monkeys? Yeah, I like 12 Monkeys. But is that, is that too tense for you, though? I mean, that's a tense movie. You know what? I, yes, but I feel like there's enough going on in that. that like, you I don't, don't, you I don't, don't get distracted by the. I don't like sort of that sort of like insane like everything's about like tension yeah okay. if there's like enough stuff going on i'm like 12 monkeys i what about I like Brad Pitt what about too. world war z did you like that uh world war z i really enjoyed okay. yeah yeah uh the terminator yeah yeah did you say the terminator not terminator 2 i said terminator 2 first yeah yeah terminator 2 is you got that above terminator 1 yeah okay yeah i think terminator 2 is a fucking fantastic it's film. great yeah like I was having this discussion with someone the other day about how looking back on the 80s, what is that? 80s, 90s, Terminator 2 is 90s, but it's, Terminator's 80s, right? It's 80s. No, it's 90s. It's really 90s, I think. Yeah, okay. But those, th- there were some movies from that era that at the time we thought were kind of shit, schlocky movies. Yeah. But I think in retrospect, like are actually better movies. Well, I think Terminator 2 is... It's yeah. always been a good film. I, yeah. That's a really, really good film. Yeah. It's my favorite thing that James Cameron ever did, Terminator 2. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. And, well, uh, I put Terminator 1 again. My problem with Terminator 2 is I don't remember right now, but there is a time flaw in it. Right. Which I, I, which I saying, remember at the time being, for, for a time travel movie, for me to be that, held that highly, the time has to work. Right. And See, I, for I me it doesn't, because I've spoken about this before on the podcast, but for one reason and one reason only. There's no such thing as time travel. <laughs> so, <laughs> anytime someone's like, that doesn't make sense in time but travel. But that's not true. Time you said on your true. own podcast with, I want to say Justin or someone, yeah. that you can travel forward in time, just not backwards. Okay, yeah, you're right. Okay, okay, so there is time travel. No, that's a good point. All right. Sorry. And to those people, you would be a crazy time traveler. <laughs> like, if you went away and then showed up and they were 10 years older and you're like, hey... That's yeah. Yeah, okay, that's a good point. But I um uh And I think that's what you would say when you came back. Hey Die Hard? Time travel? No, no, no. I'm just talking that <laughs> I think you what, don't know what time travel that's is. That's the next one. <laughs> he gets in the elevator and he pops up, it's twenty sixty nine. He travels no. <laughs> Bruce Willis. Cause like his two most successful films, Looper and Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> Combined. Oh no, yeah, he travels back to the original Tamagotchi building <laughs> to help him defeat to, to, to help himself. Oh my god, that'd be the best time travel movie ever. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna yeah, do a. I like it. I'm gonna do a time travel movie where Bruce Willis from now travels back. No, to he, the original. He's not Don Bruce Hunt. Willis from now. He's Bruce Willis from Christmas Future. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You blow mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, th- 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 I was just going to say there's some movies 
that I don't think we make anywhere near as well now as like that we thought were throwaway movies then. Yeah. And we'd make better movies. But I don't think we make movies that are as good as Die Hard. I don't think we make movies I don't think that we are do as either. good as Point Break. Now, that's going to be very fucking controversial. No, no. I think Point Break is it's one of the best so movies ever made. It's so fucking entertaining. Yeah, it's amazing. From start to finish. It's an amazing movie. And what is, what's, what's the modern day equivalent of Point Break? If you told me that like there was a movie like Point Break you know, on at the cinema, like, that's a fucking great night out, you know, yeah. watching a movie like Point Break. But I fucking watched a movie called Pain and Gain. Yeah. I haven't the, seen it. Well, here's some words you just don't need to hear in a sentence. <laughs> Michael Bay comedy. I know. <laughs> I don't know who thought that like Yeah, I, I can't. mean it's it's terrible on a I, I got I got to the point on the plane where I had watched I watched Man of Steel for the fourth time. Jesus, I watched, what are you doing? Well, there was nothing else to watch. What, the, what about reading a dive. book? It's a long flight. Okay, okay, fair enough. But that just sounds like I'm going to stick needles in my gut. Well, that I only watched Man of Steel for the fourth time after I tried three times to watch The Lone Ranger. Uh, three times. Oh, I can't imagine. I couldn't. No. Three times I tried. No. Absolutely not. Anyway. Wait, so, so does it get worse with each viewing, Man well, of Steel? But you know what? Actually, no, because... I kind of you just tune out like during the bits. It's like that you, well, it's like if you're in like a horrible war zone, and after five bodies, they just don't affect you anymore. Right, Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> a few more, and I'll fucking like that shit. It's like cigarettes. You don't like them at the start, but after a while. Um, okay, so uh, yeah, but I just would like to see them make you know some fucking fun movies like yeah, Die Hard I, and Point I totally Break. Agree. Born okay. Identity. That was up there with those. Oh, I thought moments. you were going back to your time travel list. <laughs> no, Born Identity is my favorite time travel movie. Yep. Uh, next one is Time Bandits. Okay, so I've seen Time Bandits, but I can't remember Time Bandits. Oh, I'd really? like to revisit that. I'm a huge Terry Gilliam fan. Yeah, so. I like Terry Gilliam too. Monty Python are reforming. Did you yeah. see that? Yeah. For That's interesting. It's just one show though, right? Well, is it going to be though? I don't really know what they're going to... Yeah, gonna, they're doing it like Wembley. They're, they're saying it's going to be for one oh, show. Oh, you think it might like, be a tour? I mean, if they're smart, they can make a lot of money. Well, I imagine a that's... Lot. And I know John Cleese needs money. John Cleese needs a lot of money. Oh, he's been touring like a lot. Yeah. How much money does he need? Apparently a lot. Apparently? Yeah. He's got to stop marrying people. Right? Who don't like him. Right? <laughs> It's marry one who it's likes okay you. marry people that like you. Just <laughs> you to keep your money and share it with them. <laughs> Uh, next is Escape from Planet of the Apes. Yep. Terminator 2 is down there. Okay, sure. Groundhog Day. I would say that Groundhog Day is my favorite time travel movie. Okay, I've, that's totally fair. I think that's one of, again, like I think that movie is like a... It's just perfect. It's amazing. Movie. I was watching it again the other day, and it's I was amazing. like, "There's just not a part of it that doesn't belong there." Yeah. And one of my favorite things, and I've spoken about this on the podcast before, but um, I, I read an article or I was told about uh, the writer of the film. He and this is uh, this. I think this makes Groundhog Day a better movie to know this. Yeah. He believes, like when he wrote it, that Bill Murray was there for ten thousand years. Oh my god. That's insane. Yeah. There's some he was a the guy who wrote it like had there's some sort of Buddhist philosophy uh -huh. or whatever and so like the idea is that all that stuff you see yeah. like you know if you think about it yeah. it actually takes you a long time to learn how to play piano. Yeah. It takes you a long time to do like that. so he was actually living that 
you know, day over and over and over Damn, for God, all yeah. that time. And That's it makes it a much fucking yeah. darker and oh, fucked yeah. up, you know, film. I, li- I really like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's really That's interesting. Cr- That's crazy. Like, I'll, I'll get back to a time travel movie at the end of this that is not as good. But And the, the last one, I have Army of Darkness down here, but I, I, could also, I could also put Looper in there. But my problem with Looper was... Um, JGL's nose? No, it was that uh, <laughs> Bruce Willis made... Uh, uh, Gordon Levitt get the the face prosthetic put on, yep. and it should have been the other way around. And I found that to be distracting. Oh, so you think that JG? So Willis should have had JGL's face, not the other way around. Yeah. Interesting. And that's just that's just me watching a movie, knowing Hollywood, and knowing that Bruce Willis is a dick who didn't want to put on prosthetics for a film. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, that's a good film though, Looper. Um, but I think that uh, Army of Darkness is uh, a pretty great, fucking great film. It's also a fantastic end of a previous movie, which when he just drops down with the car. I mean, that's one of the best endings of a movie ever. You're like, I want to watch that one now, right? Immediately. That, that's. Uh, I mean, I just remember the first time I saw Army of Darkness. I was really just like, oh, I want to just watch this again. Yeah. Right now. This. Right now. This is such a fucking fun film. Yeah. It's really yeah. fun. No, I really love that. I saw a time travel movie this week. Oh, what'd you see? I saw uh, About Time. Is that what it's called? About Time? Almost Time? Time and a Half? Is it in the theaters right now? Yeah. It's uh, it's the Richard Curtis film. It's a romantic comedy. Richard Curtis is the guy oh, who did with, uh, uh, Rachel, Four Weddings uh, and a Funeral. Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Who I'm, a, I'm a large fan of hers. You are? Yeah, or you're I not? I am. Oh my god, man! I like, find her super she, attractive. She plays. Look, he's and I clearly have a type because she's like my wife. <laughs> she's a bit like a wife. You're absolutely right. Yeah, if if they make a movie, if they make a movie about you, yeah, fucking Rachel McAdams will fucking know your wife. <laughs> yeah, <totally>. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but um, if they make a movie about me, something's gone horribly wrong. Oh yeah, it will. <laughs> I have no doubt. I almost said when they make a movie about you, but I didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> in some way I'm not sure in which way But in some way yeah. Something will um, She Does play that same character All the time mm-hmm. But here's the fucking thing She's so good at it Yeah Like she's so charming Yeah You get why Like every guy Would fall in love with yeah. her She can play A woman who would fall in love Like she's a beautiful Beautiful woman But she you, She can play Like you know Because the guy in this Is kind of a bit You know Dorky and, Yeah You know you get that she would be with a guy like that. You know, it's not like, oh, there's no way they would ever be together. Right. So, I like Richard Curtis. Like, I don't, you know, I, I like to four what weddings a- and a funeral. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the other stuff, Love Actually and stuff like that. Like, there's some things oh. that are a bit, like, that's not the greatest of all. Love greatest. Actually is anger-inducing. Yeah. Look, I mean. This, it's a terrible movie. It's not great. <laughs> and... Uh, that the one on the boat about the radio station, the boat that rocked or whatever. Oh, fuck that. that was I, ch- I tried to. I tried. I tried to watch that movie. But I don't know if you know this, but Richard Curtis previously, like he was involved in a lot of British comedy that was really influential in Australia. Things like Blackadder and shows oh, like yeah. that. That you know. So yeah. I kind of came to him as a fan of all those things before the movies, and I really loved Four Weddings. Again, I think if you're going to make a ro- romantic comedy, if you can make one as good as Four Weddings and a Funeral, yeah. you're pretty fucking happy with your night out yeah. of the movies, right? Yeah. Um, so I went along to see about about time, I think it's called. And the premise of this is is that 
And it's, it's full of actors that I like. Bill Nighy, do you know who he is? Uh-uh. Oh, he's a fucking brilliant British actor. Like, just, you'd know him if you saw him. But, yeah. uh, did you see Shaun of the Dead? Yes. Okay, so you know um, Sean's mum's husband, the one that he didn't like, the one that, and you know, the... Oh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, Bill Nighy. Okay. Um, he was in that great film with Kate Blanchett about the affair with the school teacher. Anyway, whatever. I'm not giving more information. I'm terrible at this. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, that's the one thing that you and I and Greg have in common when we do podcasts. Right. I'm char- He's absolutely charming. <laughs> we met him in a cafe in Melbourne once. Oh, and, you did? Yeah. And he's like one of those guys that like I was there and he just openly flirted with Amy in front of me. Really? And he's like, you know, he's got to be like in his mid-60s yeah. at least. And I fucking loved it. <laughs> I was like, yes, sir. Yes, you fucking did. Well done. I am into this. And I would fucking let you. And guess what? Yeah. By the way, Bill, she would too. <laughs> I guarantee it. She would. She loves you too. Yeah. Um, so he's in it. And th- so the, the premise of the film is that and yeah, never explain, never any particular reason. Uh-huh. But the kid turns twenty-one or whatever it is, and Bill Nye, who's the dad, explains to him that it's time for him to know the, the secret of their family, which oh, is time travelers. They're time travelers. Yeah, uh, just the men uh, on the yeah. side. It's like a Star Trek episode. Yeah, and, all, and yeah, you just have to go into a cupboard That's and you have it. to concentrate, and you can go back to any moment in your past that you know, blah blah blah. In your past. In your own past. Uh-huh. You have to specifically go back to something you remember. Yeah, and you can change things, right? And you can change things. Yeah. But, you know, obviously it has some consequences and blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And basically Bill Nye, this is one of the charms of the movie. It's not really about, you know, because he explains that very early on. In fact, he does the, I, one of the bits I enjoyed was he does the, you know, the whole floor at every, the heart of every time travel movie. Yeah. So Because he says that thing of going, you can only go back to t- times in your own life. You can't go back to kill Hitler or anything. Right. That's <laughs> All right, that's done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Took care of that. Yeah, Took care of that. Um. But basically, you know, the, it's it's essentially a romantic comedy. It's about this guy right. using it to go back to find love, you know, and to change his life in a way to find love. And yeah, and it really just becomes a movie about. Th- there's a couple of nice twists in it. Um, one is w- once your child is born, you can't go back any further than the child's birth. The child's birth. And so there's a moment in it where when his dad dies, he's been going back to visit his dad and, you know, but and then he can't when he when his wife's about to have another baby, yeah, well, she wants to have another baby and he has to choose kind of that idea of, and do it, I let the memory of... When he travels back to see his dad, his dad understands because they're both time travelers. Yeah. And his dad's... He, you know what his dad uses time travel for? Read books. <laughs> Seriously. He's read every book. He just goes back and he reads books. Ah, that's awesome. Yeah. So there's some really cute stuff in it. It's not a perfect movie by mm-hmm. any means. It kind of meanders along a bit, but yeah. it actually, and it kind of, it gets to quite a nice place about, you know, living. The thing that I liked was there was a moment towards the end where, like, what he ended up doing with his, you know, powers was not really changing anything because mm-hmm. it, obviously there's consequences to changing right. things. So what he did was he would go back and live, he would live his normal life, but then he'd go back and just relive the same day without any of the worries that it wasn't going to oh, that's like work out and be in the moment. Yeah. And it was kind of like a, it was a cute idea. It wasn't, it was, it was one of those films where the whole way through I was going, this could just be slightly better than, yeah. than what it is, unfortunately. Yeah, but that happens. Right. It won't make your top 10 is what I'm going to say. Right. That's a pretty good time travel list. I would have Back to the Future in there. I know. Well, most a lot of people said that, right? 
but I just, what else did anyone else have any like good suggestions that no not really back to back to the future was the number one i can't remember any other ones some some, some people said looper which i agree with i could have been in there but there weren't it, there were a couple that I, would, that were, I just thought were stupid that I don't remember. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Hey, I wish we finished up in a minute because we've um, we, we've banged on for almost long enough. But um, uh, did you have? Do you want to talk oh, about that other thing? Yeah, you brought something. I so did. I brought information. And before we get to that, I should mention um, I want to give uh, all things comedy a plug because we actually did that on that terrible podcast. But then of course we didn't put it up. Oh, that's right. So um, all things comedy, which is the network that this uh, uh, podcast is on. Yeah. Um, we did that brilliant show at Largo the other yeah. night. Which was so much fucking fun, oh, by God, the way. Oh, God, it was so good. My God. I had a moment. This is going to sound a bit boasty. This is not meant to be boasty. Um, it was just a fucking nice moment, and I want to share it. And it's yeah. more about the, the other person in this. So I don't want people to think that I'm like, anyway, whatever. So um, Bill Burr, who I had not met before that night, uh-huh. but I think is a fucking fabulous comic, yeah. was generous enough to say to me after I came off stage, like he said, that went really well, man. You should have finished the show. Uh, I was like, oh, fuck, uh, that's a nice thing yeah, to say, Bill. Yeah, that is a nice thing you. to say. Um, which was not true, by the way. Like, I, mean, I he don't fucking know, then went on slaughtered. And, but he went on and murdered, and then Aziz Ansari went on and did a fucking I didn't watch great him. 40 minutes. Yeah, that's, I, what <laughs> I was wor- that's what I was worried about. <laughs> Did he really do a long time? I mean, it was a long time, but he was. Jesus, people were really enjoying it. Okay. Now having a good time. Yeah, you had to duck off because you were working. Yeah, but I wanted to give all things comedy a plug because it's uh, and explain a little bit about what they are and what they're doing because it's not yes. like just a because when you hear network, it kind of sounds like what the fuck is going on with that? Right, but it's, it's like, not. It's a collective. Yeah, it's like a comedy sort of. It, basically, here's sorts. what happened. Bill Burr called me up. Yeah. Uh, a little over a year ago and Al Madrigal called me up and they said, hey, we want you guys to bring Walking the Room over to this network we're forming. And I said, well, we don't, we're not really network guys. Right. And then Al started going on this long spiel about how these other networks are taking huge cuts of the profits that people can make from podcasts. And then Bill just said, you don't want a bunch of corporate cunts taking your money. We're going to stop that. And I was like, yeah, okay, that yeah, makes sense. That sounds exactly like a so philosophy. It's about there's no, you know, there's always a middleman in show business. And with podcasting, there's no middleman. But we've discovered that if your podcast is out on your own, you can't actually get advertisers. You right. can't. You, no, it's no, po- no podcast has a big enough audience by itself, particularly right. when some of the other ones are banding together. Yeah, exactly. So they form this network, and and the the only the only people who take money are like if someone sells ads or, you know, some other way that to make money. The guy who actually does that work will take money, but there's no like producer taking a big cut of anything. It's it's a and way they for comics. only have kind of comics mostly on the network. Only, like only it's comics, yeah. Stand ups, and so they're trying to do stand up shows and stuff. So if you go and check out All Things Comedy, they're going to have their own iTunes page, but there's already an All Things Comedy page where you can check out other podcasts on the network yeah. and stuff like that. It's really cool. And uh, if you're in LA, I still think they're looking for interns. So yes. um, you can uh, get involved in that as well if you'd like to be an intern at All Things Comedy. So I wanted to give that a bit of a plug. And we're going to have a studio soon. Studio? Yeah, that's what all the the all things comedy shows at Largo have been for. To what raise do you mean? money, we're starting an office, and there's going to be a studio in it that we can go in and record podcasts if we want. Really? Yeah. You mean we can't just sit in a hotel room on no. microphones? I know it's bed? so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also like it'll be just be an easy thing that you go in and you. I think it'll. I think it'll be easier for everybody to just go in and record a podcast and leave, and someone takes care of it. Oh, that's great! Oh, that's really exciting. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, what, what you had your list? Oh, yeah. Let's let's talk about this thing, and then we'll finish up. 
Okay, so there was there was a story in the newspaper called uh, what's it called? Five things you didn't know about McDonald's. Five things that I did not know about McDonald's. So I, this is a quiz. I'm going to quiz you on this. Okay, I'll see how many of these five things that I do know about McDonald's. Okay, how many hamburgers do you think McDonald's sells every second? <sighs> More than one. Okay. Um, every second, everywhere in the world, yeah, they've got to sell. Oh fuck, I don't know. Like, or you could do it by minute if you want. I okay, yeah, by minute. minute. So there's like sixty minutes in an hour, and there's twenty four hours in a day. Correct. So, so far, so- you're just breaking down time. <laughs> <laughs> does Ronald McDonald have access to a time traveling machine? He does not. Um, a thousand, a thousand burgers. Uh, Forty-five hundred. What? Four thousand five hundred hamburgers per every minute. Minute. Yeah, that's all of McDonald's. Fuck, it's a lot. McDonald's is not the largest restaurant chain in the world. McDonald's is not Subway. Is yeah, you already I knew that one. That, I'm not yep. surprised because <laughs> Australia has a Subway problem. What I couldn't you, believe how many were down there. It was insane. Yeah, I, I actually was listening to um, a, another podcast that I love and I, I, I talk about a bit on this podcast, Oh Yeah Dude. Yeah. And they were t- talking about when Subway oh, became... right. I listened so to that So I knew one. that one. Yeah, so yeah, yes, yeah. I knew okay. that from that episode. I recommend oh, yeah. that podcast, by oh, the way. Oh yeah, Check dude. That out. Both fun and informational. Yeah. <laughs> what percentage of salads or what... Salads make up what percentage of McDonald's sales? Zero. <laughs> no They have never sold a salad <laughs> I believe There's one salad They just have a picture of it in shops Nope 2% 2 to 3% Yeah It's like Yeah No one's fucking going to McDonald's No it's salad. the stupidest thing ever When they were like We're gonna sell salads now And it's like Yeah but people who eat salads Aren't gonna go right. to your place But they're not selling salads They're selling the idea To mothers That if you take your kids oh. To McDonald's They might get a salad oh. But guess what yeah, no. No one's fucking buying a salad. No. No, no it's one of the greatest bits of... they. It, it was after Super Size Me, and they had this oh. fucking genius plan, which was we put all these salads on our fucking menu. Yeah. Because then with Pester Power, the kid's like, we want to go to McDonald's. And right. moms can go, oh, you know. You get a salad. Got salad as well. Yeah. And then they are cramming yeah, their face with No one's getting a fucking salad. Yeah, no one's getting a right. salad. No. Yeah. And those 2 3% are probably bought by people who are like, eat the salad. And yeah. the kid's not going to eat the salad. Yeah. What percentage of those are thrown in the bin? <laughs> It's the mum eating the salad while the kids are enjoying the burgers. McDonald's is the largest distributor of something in the world, and it is not food. Tiny novelty toys? (laughs) Yes! Oh, really? It's the number one distributor of toys in the world. The number one, what, bigger than Toys R Us? Yeah, bigger than everybody. McDonald's is. 20% of all sales include a McDonald's toy, so... That's one out of five things they sell is a Happy Meal, which means they're selling that many toys. Oh, my God. That's crazy, right? So they're they're not only in the hamburger business, they're in the toy business. Yeah. In fact, they're not even number one in the fast food business. Subway is, but they're number one in toys. Yeah, but here's this hilarious. On November 1st, they started passing out books with Happy Meals instead of toys. Oh, yeah. Uh, And on November the 2nd, they stopped doing that. (laughs) So there was another... It was another uh, attempt to change their image, which is what they do with yeah. the salads. Uh, but it has come under fire. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Uh, so now they're going back to toys. 
Oh, they've gone back to toys. Oh, so it, it come, lasted it two weeks. It didn't come on under fire from people who were upset about books. It got <laughs> came under fire for people upset they didn't get their toy. <laughs> they were like, this is a yeah. stupid toy. What is this toy with all these pages? Why are there words in my toy? This is the worst toy ever. <laughs> uh, okay, so how do I phrase this last one? What, what franchise... Did McDonald's open up 10 less restaurants then in 2012? What franchise did McDonald's open up 10 less restaurants then? Is it also a restaurant? Like, so it's another restaurant thing? Or it's another fast foodie kind of place. And they opened up 10 less. 10 fewer, yeah. Than this organization. Yep. That's got to be... So that's a big... They're opening a lot then, this yeah, other... Yeah, they're expanding. ...organization. Yeah. Is it a new organization? Is it something that's like, you know, it's a like it's not one of the traditionals. It's not I your, know. I it's would not say your it, colonel or... You know, it's a newer, yeah. Right. So yeah. it's a new Starbucks. No. No. It's food. That's oh, food. Yeah. Okay. Well, Starbucks have food. Yeah, but, you know, they're not. They're mainly coffee. <laughs> I don't I would know. Call, I, I would have said the McDonald's <laughs> was mainly burgers, but apparently they're mainly it's a toy. Toys, it's so a toy shop. Fucking <laughs> knows. Basically, in the this new crazy world. They're the new Santa Claus. <laughs> I believe that Starbucks <laughs> is the number one seller of John Mayer CDs. <laughs> uh, okay, give us. I, I need a clue. Like, give me a bit more of a clue on this one. Um, relatively healthy. Oh, okay. Some sort of yogurt shop. No. Okay. Mm. No. No. All right. Uh, juice. Some sort of juice, relatively healthy, relatively healthy. Organic. They, they they like to advertise their organic foods. All right. Farm raised without antibiotics. I don't know. What is it? It's Mexican-ish. <laughs> Mexican-y food. Uh, Burritos. Chipotle. Chipotle. Yeah. Chipotle is blowing up. Used to be owned by McDonald's. By McDonald's, and then was sold off. How about that? Those are your five. See, that's not. I don't think there is any Chipotle in Australia. Not yet. Not yet. Well, obviously, it's fucking coming. It's coming. Get your get your fucking Australian mouth holes ready. Although it's it's really good. Australia did that thing where, um, like, five years ago in Australia, there was no Mexican restaurants. There was like Taco Bills. Really? Right. And now. Like everything is everything. that new sort of like yeah. modern chain Mexican thing. Like every yeah. second shop at the moment is. Oh, like, that's interesting. Yeah. What's well, good food? Do you ever eat Chipotle? No, I've never had Chipotle. You go in there because they have a they have a the the vegetarian is really good because they use peppers. They have these nice peppers. But I, I read an like article it. the other day that Mexican Uh-oh. food is the most unhealthy food on the planet. Seventy percent of Mexican people are obese. 70%. Yeah, but this, this this you can make your own, so you can pick and choose. I usually get mine without cheese. Well, you can I make your own. Big... You can just jump behind the counter. Yeah, you jump behind the counter, and uh, you just grab what you can and you run. <laughs> and are you then, talking uh, about the time you robbed a Chipotle? And then uh, <laughs> you you kick the cashier and you take what you can. and You get the fuck out of there. Right. You know it's what healthy. I mean? I mean, the calories you're burning off. <laughs> Robbing the place, running down to the Grove to see your free fucking movie, <laughs> sitting there with your Chipotle, watching the Hunger Games, making out with your burrito, wishing it was Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. I feel like this was better than our other podcast. Well, the other podcast was like watching human beings die. It was really bad. It was pretty bad. We were I don't both. Know what happened to us? 
I think we're both in a dark place. No, but normally at least comedy can come from that. You Do you would remember think so. afterwards what when I we? looked at you and I was just like, like in my head, you know, this is the worst thing. This is when you become a terrible drug addict or alcoholic because I've been in America for a week and a half and I haven't had any medicine uh-huh. while I've been here. I'm yeah. having a medicine-free period. Medicine-free period, yeah. Because a, I have, I'm house hunting and I'm trying to get, like, I've got a lot of official be... stuff to do. I've got to be sharp. I've yeah. got to, like, I'm filling in forms. I'm getting shit done. Like, yeah. I just need a clear head. Yeah. Um, it, but, and secondly, I just like to know that I can. Every yeah, now sure. and again, it's just nice to. Yeah. But after we did that podcast, I was like, "Do, do you we think use- it's because I'm not smoking?" Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go and get some. I'll go and get some. And I, and I looked at you and I said, "You, I have never found you even the slightest bit funny when you were sober." And then you cried. Yeah. No. Uh, there was that. No, then- it has nothing to do with it. It was the fact that we were both in a dark place. Right. Oh well. Anyway, people might hear that at some stage. Uh, you can find uh, Dave's podcast, which is excellent and funny all the time, walking the room. Not it's all called. the time. Well, I'm in of late. <laughs> it's back. You guys are back. You guys are back in good form. Yeah. Let's not talk about the war, but you're fucking back. And that's yeah, and you're back strong. It's been fucking hilarious. I've been loving it. Uh, so find that. You can find at Dave Anthony on Twitter. Uh, what mm. else? What else can you tell people about if you have um, coming up or anything? My, um, that... Shame Chamber. Can oh yeah, buy Shame on. Chamber. That's Bank still a thing iTunes. you can buy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Des- December tenth, I'll be hosting at Largo again, the ATC show. Awesome. December eighth, I'm at Power Violence here in Los Angeles. Those ATC shows, by the way, if you are in LA, like Fuck. it's sold out. It was fucking great fun from start to finish, and I imagine. You know, they're going to be each time they do one because they've got yeah. such quality people in their lineup and stuff. But also, it's just a great vibe to be yeah. part of something like that. And like we said, Aziz Ansari dropped in the other night, like who yep. was not meant to be on the lineup. The lineup was already sold out and awesome. And I think they're going to try to have like, you know, cool people drop in, you know, at the shows and stuff like that yeah. as well. And uh, uh, I should mention this that uh, on Wednesday, American time, so Thursday, Australian time, uh, we are selling new uh, faux fop t-shirts. Oh, again, only a limited edition. But uh, mm-hmm. I know last time because we only had a hundred, um, they all sold out the first day, and some people missed out because they just missed that day. They weren't yeah. able to get on the internet. So instead, as part of the sale, they're doing it at Story Merchandise uh, over that sort of week. We're just going to release a limited number per okay. day over like four days. Yeah, that so, makes sense. So. Still, it's only the same amount of t-shirts, yeah. but we're gonna have four different chances, so you get a chance at. It's so sad one. that Charlie Charlie didn't wasn't able to get one, but you know, that's how it works. I got one for Charlie. <laughs> it's all right. There's one for Charlie. It's fine. Dave, um, could you sign out for us, please? Oh, Fofflover.